This video is brought to you by my new book, How I Made a Million Dollars Teaching Yoga. Grab your copy today, link in the description, or visit book.milliondollaryoga.com. Hey everybody, today we're going to talk about why are so many yoga teachers vegans? Thank you so much for watching and tuning in today. I have been teaching yoga for the last 15 years. I've been practicing yoga for 30 years and I've been teaching yoga teachers for the last 10. Now I do high level coaching for yoga teachers who want to 10x their income using their yoga business. If you have not yet, go ahead and download my book, How I Made a Million Dollars Teaching Yoga. The link is below in the description. Let's get to today's topic. So why are so many yoga teachers vegan? Well, that's because there's these things called the eight limbs of yoga. The eight limbs of yoga are the, they're the things that yoga are. They're the, yoga isn't like a lot of people think like yoga postures is yoga. And it may come as a surprise to you to know that yoga is actually a system of eight different things. And Yoga is only the third in that system, like yoga poses, that what most people think is yoga is only the third in the system. And it, it starts all the way with ahimsa and it moves up to samadhi and there's multiple levels of samadhi and the finest, fi final level of samadhi is transition into the astral plane. But along the way, there's all these other things that we're supposed to do. And the number one thing, the first thing that we're supposed to do as yogis is ahimsa, non-violence. And ahimsa means non-violence to all living beings. So this is true for many religions. This is true for Hinduism, where yoga started. It's true for Buddhism. It's through, true for Yanism, and it's true for some forms of Christianity. In fact, my grandma was a Seventh-day Adventist, and um, Seventh-day Adventists are vegetarians. So um, I grew up around that. I have been um, a vegetarian since I was 11, and I've been vegan since pretty much since I took yoga teacher training. And, you know, sometimes... I, in my life, I've gone back to vegetarianism, and um, but it's always for the benefit of other people because honestly, the it's hard to be a, a vegan or a vegetarian, and I know that this is a super hot topic for people, and I hear that, um, but that's why it's hard because our society does not want to support you in your decision to not hurt animals. Um, as a part of your diet. You don't have to eat animals to get all of your nutrients. Now, I used to be a junk food vegan and I ate a lot of junk food back even in the day when it was like, there wasn't Impossible Burgers, I would just eat like tofu. Um, and, and I would eat like a lot of pasta, like, more like pasta with olive oil and salt was just like one of my favorite foods. Like I was super junk food vegan and that's why I got fat. Um, but 
I recently took a course by uh, um, these people, these two twins out of Ireland, and they're called The Happy Pair, and they have a course called The Ultimate Vegan Course. I highly recommend this course. These guys are super healthy. They're super fit. They practice Ashtanga Yoga, and um, they have this course, and they're always having it on sale. By far, this course is the best online course I've ever taken, let alone a best vegan course. Like, insane. The Ultimate Vegan Course will teach you everything you know need to know about making vegan food and making it healthy and making it delicious. And I've made it for some of my family-in-law and um, some of my family and people are like, whoa, this is amazing. My family's a little bit tougher because I grew up on a farm and um, my, well, partially, my grandparents had a farm. And so I would go and stay with them. And they, um, when I was very little, I had to slaughter animals. So I've slaughtered a cow, pigs, deer. I mean, like five or six, I slaughtered a deer. Um, so my life was very um, touched by the plight of animals at a very young age. And they do suffer and it is really, it really is awful. Um, I'll put a couple links in the description if you want to learn more about what the animals go through. And some of it's very hard to watch. But the reality is, is that if we want to have peace, love and happiness in our hearts, we can never achieve that if what our bodies are made of and our cells are are recreated by is fear, suffering, hormones, emotions, sadness from the death of an animal. This is something that many, many philosophies, religions teach about peace and, and finding calmness. This is the first step to yoga. And you're gonna find people, they're gonna say, well, Ahimsa doesn't mean that you can't eat animals or, um, it, you know, the cows are sacred in India. Well, first of all, Ahimsa does mean that you can't eat animals. It's very clear in the introduction to Iyengar's Light on Yoga. He says that. He just says straight out, you cannot eat animals and practice yoga. In Patabi Joy's Yoga Mala, he says that also. You cannot eat animals. Ahimsa means no animals. Uh, Jivamukti Yoga in the, that book, it says no animals. Uh, you cannot eat animals. Um, the Buddha was a vegetarian or vegan. I'm not sure if he was vegan or vegetarian, but he was one of the two. Um, and that leads me to vegetarianism, right? Versus veganism. Now, for most of my life, I've been a vegetarian. And that's because it's really hard to be a vegan or it was. It's getting like way easier um, but back in the eighties, like it was like iceberg lettuce. It was awful. It was really hard. Um, and so I would have to eat dairy because that would allow me to have more options when I was eating out or when I had to eat with family. Um, you know, when I wasn't just eating my spaghetti with olive oil or rice with soy sauce, rice and soy sauce. That's also a mainstay. Um, anyhow, um, so that's why I was vegetarian, but now it's a lot easier. And I've been to India. The cows are not, they don't have the greatest lives there either. Like 
Oh, it was really sad to see the suffering on the streets and like how the cows, like sometimes they get run over by cars and then they just walk around with a broken leg for the rest of their life because that's just how it is. Um, India is tough and I mean, it's magical, but it's a tough place to visit. Um, I grew up with, you know, my grandparents owned a small family farm and sometimes people will say to you, well, they get treated better on family farms or if it's organic. First of all, if it's organic, they all die in the same slaughterhouse. Uh, cows all go to the same finishing feedlots. Um, those big lots that you see like in Hereford, Texas, um, all the cows go to that same, that same style of finishing lot. Uh, our cows, the same, like our cow um, that I distinctively remember, Bessie, um, slaughtering her when I was 13 with my family. I had to leave. Like it just smelled like it smelled like Elmer's glue so bad. It was really awful. Um, she was pinned where she couldn't turn around and my uncle shot her in between um, her eyes and that's how they killed her. Um, it's really sad. Just like thinking about it makes me really sad. <sighs> so when we have this like pain, suffering that is a part of our lives, we just can't reach enlightenment. And my personal opinion is that that's why we're having so many wars and upsets and people not getting along and weird diseases and viruses that are coming from live animal markets. Um, and we just, there's so many alternatives now. We don't have to eat that. We don't. And no, you aren't healthier if you eat meat because I know hundreds of thousands of vegetarians and vegans. Like I've just met people all over the world that are vegetarian vegan. Um, and I've been doing it my whole life and I'm super healthy. Like I never get sick, knock on wood, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like literally the last time I was sick was when I got deli belly in India. Oh, that was awful. India was a lot, you guys. Anyhow, um, that's just a quick explanation. The book that really helped me was uh, World Peace Diet by William Tuttle. And I will put the link in the description below. And uh, it helped me to compartmentalize other people and how they have um, so much anger when you tell them you're a vegetarian or a vegan. Like, I'm just like, I just like people be like, oh, do you want this? And I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. I'm a vegetarian. And then they go crazy. <laughs> and you're like, I just don't want to eat your turkey or whatever like chill out you know like and and if you don't like if you don't eat it the they keep going at you so you gotta say like i'm a vegetarian or i'm a vegan so that they stop you know anyhow usually they chill when i'd be like i've been doing this since i was 11 i grew up on a farm and then they're like oh and they get it but it's so socially ingrained that it can be really hard when you're interacting with other people anyhow book world peace diet really helped me feel better about myself when I, um, when I talk to people about vegetarian and veganism, just wanted to give you that about ahimsa and why so many yoga teachers are vegan or vegetarian. And I hope that you, um, give it a try if you aren't doing that. Um, you know, and if it's not for you in this lifetime, I guess it's not, but it's definitely for me. So have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for watching. If you haven't yet, please download my book, How I Made a Million Dollars Teaching Yoga. And I'll put the link below in the description. Please subscribe and I'll see you tomorrow for the next video. Mm -hmm.